much sweeter. But before you get in on the action, call 1-800-244-5506 or go to VegasScoresAndOdds.com. Sponsored by JFSR Group. Listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. <laughs> All right, this is going to be so good. And Fred Slow. The cream The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? Ooh, pick me, pick me. What's that mean? Pick Van? me, Van. What's that mean? Boise. Well, the boys are here, but they're here with one of the gals today. Ooh. I am Fred Slow. I'll be hanging outside along you, friend of the show, for the next one and one half hours up until five thirty, which is the start of pregame for Monday Night Football here on the Sports Animal. Well, alongside me is my very good friend, my very best friend, my business partner. Everything that is anything that's important to me, Van Nunley. Good afternoon, Van. Do you do you know anything about? Dry knuckles. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I got. I'm very. I stay very hydrated. There's bare knuckle boxing at the Rio Rancho Event Center this upcoming weekend. Is that what you're talking about? That's really exciting. Yeah. I should join because my knuckles are sharp today. I don't know what I did. Got some dry knucks. I do, man. Okay. Everything else is very hydrated and smooth, soft to the touch. You want to touch me a little bit? No. Nope. Reach out. I'm right here. Reach out. The back of the house today is Michael Vital. Michael Vital. Oh my gosh, Mike just runs in the studio yelling. Nice. Ma- Michael, welcome to the program. Uh, joining us, star of TV and now radio, friend of the show and friend in real life, KOB's very own Brianna Wilson. Brianna, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. The pause was because people... You thought, always say Brandon Ortega. Yeah, everyone thought Everyone it was. expected you to say Brandon Ortega. <laughs> Brianna Wilson joining us uh, on the program for first time ever, right? First time ever. You d- you're not like a radio gal traditionally. No, no, not traditionally. You're like a TV gal. Although I have been told that I have a face for radio. That's mean. That's a mean uh, thing. Oh, who says <laughs> that? I put makeup on to come here. This, so. I love that. That's the jacket you wore on the news this morning when reporting on the stadium. Yes. It was so very good. We're going to talk a lot about the stadium. We're going to talk about Brianna going from TV to radio. Also, Brianna attended our Rocky Horror Picture Show this past weekend at the Lobo Theater. I did. Ooh, what'd you was think? My what'd you first think? First Rocky ever, and I Ooh. loved it. Was it good? You enjoyed it? Amazing. Yes. Well, not just you, but out or near 350 people enjoyed it. And we were very excited to be able to bring that to all of them. So we'll talk about that uh, throughout the program a little bit because that was a lot of fun, and we're super proud of it. Brianna, how long have you been at KOB, and why do you love it so much? Oh my goodness, I love it so much because it's what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to write. Uh, I don't know if I wanted to do it on TV, but I've, I've just I've always wanted to write and now I get to do it and I get paid to do it and I love it. And I've been there since January 2020, so right right before the the start of COVID. Ooh, I, that's fun. I think yeah. I've been I've been familiar with your work since probably the spring. I think that's whenever you first came on my radar, and mm-hmm. I can't tell you what the story was. But you really hit home with me with like your Yaffle coverage stuff because Yaffle got real weird there for a couple weeks. It was. That that story was crazy for me um, because I don't really know a lot about football, let alone youth football. And this is such a huge community mm-hmm. here here in Albuquerque. It's a big deal here. It, it was a huge deal, and so I, I got a tip from from one of the coaches saying, you know, stuff is happening. It's been crazy. Stuff stuff is such a polite word. <laughs> Brawls, <laughs> yes, yes, between parents and coaches were happening, and um, so it was on my radar. And then, sure enough, I. I did a very quick social media search and there were videos of it. Um, and so with that visual, 
we had a story. It, it just completely elevated um, that story, and we were able to share that video and amplify it, um, amplify it on our platform. Um, and then Yaffle responded, uh, punished the people who were involved, um, took action there. I haven't kept up with the story since then, so I'm not sure if it's gotten better or worse, but I haven't seen any videos. Yeah, you fixed everything. Since. No. Yeah, you single-handedly I'm, fixed no, no, it. No, 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 no. It's no. completely perfect now. <laughs> From and what I, I was told. And so we know the director of Yaffle, Bill sure. Blair. We are friends with Bill Blair. Bill Blair is a good gentleman. He Great runs, guy. runs an outstanding organization. But I know he did jump like right on it after it become I don't is it did it become public? Did it become like I don't know what was like like the the defining factor. Because I, I would assume he had to have been aware, or maybe he wasn't aware. Did you did you inform the director of Yaffle what was going on? I think they already knew. Yeah? Yeah. I think that uh, they had plans to address it before um, before we started to cover it. Uh, just everything was happening all at once. And I, I guess I, we were just able to slide in and, and cover it as it was happening. And we, we had a crew at one of the meetings. It was closed doors, so we didn't really know what was happening behind those closed doors. Um, but we, we caught up with some coaches and with some officials and parents afterward and continued to cover it for a few days after that first initial meeting what what was like the reaction in the community though like were, how was the story received like how were like viewers and listeners of kob how were they interested in it uh for me personally the response was was mixed yeah uh i got lots of dms from people telling me that i i didn't uh i didn't know anything about youth football um and i because I, you're a lady because i'm a lady yeah oh that's a horrible reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got, I, I don't know, I got, I got some backlash, but then I also got a lot of uh, support from the community, people who were, I guess, grateful that we helped get the message out. Um, and lots of parents um, and coaches who said that they were scared to speak out, that they feared backlash. Um, and so they were more than willing to talk to us anonymously um, and to share their stories and experiences um, and, and they were appreciative that we were willing to do that. I, I'm assuming that most of the negative feedback you got is because you ruined Coach's Dad Fight Club. Is that what it was? You're, you're not, not supposed, supposed to, to talk, talk about, about Coach's yeah. Dad Fight Club. Not supposed to talk about <laughs> no. any fight club. No. That's the number one rule. Is is this like your first like insider info breaking news story in Albuquerque? I mean, I guess if you want to call it that, yes. The, I, well, but here's what I'm saying. I think it went for like a positive change because I did public address for Yaffle a couple weekends ago over at Milne Stadium. Uh, by the way, shout out to Hallie. Hallie over at Milne Stadium. She's the best. She's the best. If you don't know her from Milne, you probably know her from Isotope Stadium. You definitely know her from Isotopes Park because she works the club level. Yeah. <laughs> um, hang out. But, yeah, she, uh, she does a heck of a job. But, uh, yeah, so I worked public address over there doing, like, the uh, national anthem and all that kind of stuff or whatever. And, and it was just, like, as crisp and clean and wonderful as any environment I had ever been in. And I, I almost think, like, by design, right? Because, like, they, there were, like, the corrections made – to make because that's what youth sports should be it should be inviting it should be warm it should be inclusive and and unfortunately Apple had found like a little run there where it wasn't but how very positive it is they were able to make those changes so so anyway that's how I feel about it that's how Brianna first came on my radar obviously we're going to talk a ton about the stadium stuff because you've been covering it nonstop. yes are you an expert would you identify as that I wouldn't identify as an expert I, I've heard a humble, lot from humble. both sides um yeah not an expert but I, I have covered it multiple times. Would you say of what you have heard, would you say it's mostly based in fact or opinion? 
a, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. People feel really strongly about the stadium on both sides. And I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with, you know, forming opinions on either side. Uh, it's it's a huge it's a huge deal. Right. No matter how you feel about it. I'm in on the I'm personally in. Like I'm like did you early vote or do you vote on the day? Oh, I go and vote on the day. You vote on the day or I'm voting on the day. I'm gonna we should all go together. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go with you, Van. But you early voted already. Me? You just like to have the experience twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like crowds. You're gonna cheat, aren't you? The vote who twice. You, who are you signing up as this time? Um so legally I'm Manfred. So <laughs> I'm gonna try to vote as Manfred and Fred. I'm not gonna do that. That's not a real thing. Dude. Like, that, for, how many times does that really happen? Like, none, really. Like, no one really tries to vote twice. Like, you just said voter fraud out loud, and then KKOB is on the other side of the glass from us, and, like, everyone turned. Yeah, all their like, listeners oh, were like, oh, like, there's oh, one. Ah, see, told you, told you, Brandon, told you it exists. Brandon Wilson joining us from KOB. We're going to have a lot of fun with her. You're going to hang out for a little while. So we're going to talk yeah, stadium sure. next segment for sure, and then we're going to have some laughs. So that's going to be good. Obviously, World Series was on your radar this weekend, Van. Absolutely. As the Atlanta Braves are just uh, too nervous to close it off against your Houston Astros. They're soft. They're, they're kind of insanely soft. They're very soft. soft. They're no, Kevin Durant soft. They're, well, they're softer than Kevin Durant. They're 16-ply TP soft. Yeah, they're, well, 16-ply is way more than 10-ply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're like Oreos like like dissolving in milk soft. They're like you left your your Oreo in milk for half an hour soft. They're the candy that was left out after Halloween, and then the the people that were upset they weren't able to give it to kids because hashtag kids these days don't go trick-or-treating anymore, even though you've created a culture where you make your kids afraid of every single thing that happens after the sun goes down and you take them to church parking lots for trunk-or-treat. It's actually your fault soft. You just say bubble wrap my baby soft. That's how bubble wrap soft it was. Sure. So we're going to talk about Hey, Hey, Halloween candy? Brianna, Halloween candy? Halloween candy. What's the worst one? Mm. Oh, save it for the varsity. Today's varsity? Okay. Yeah. Smarties. First of all, you're wrong. I love Smarties. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to find a candy I don't like. There. Did you know there's 15 Smarties in a package of Smarties? I didn't so, know that. Well, that's one of the little ones I have. Today's, Allegedly. Today's varsity, Vital, is the varsity of bogus Halloween candy. Okay? So today's I-9 varsity is the varsity... A bogus Halloween candy. Connect- in terms of bad meaning bogus? Yes. Whatever that means yeah, to well, you. How do you interpret the word bogus? Okay. You've been our producer for two years. You don't know the varsity? You know how the varsity works. Uh, I know works. how the varsity goes, but it was just bogus to bad. That's all. <laughs> okay. Oh, and Brianna, I thought Brianna was going to say how she loves Smarties again. <laughs> so, so that'll be today's varsity. Catch that at the 515 segment because we're off the air at 530 today for Monday Night Football. Football. Cool. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk NFL. We're going to do our predictions. Van and I are tied in our Pick'em League on the game tonight, so it's going to come down to points. But here's Uh-oh. the thing. I'm going to last minute change my pick to the Giants. Smart. So if the Giants win straight out, I'm going to win straight out. Sweet. And I'm a gambler. I'm Kenny Rogers. And you're so far back in the totals, you right, might that's as well me, just, you're, oh, That's a very rude. Thing might as well just have some okay. fun with it. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> we had a lot of fun this past weekend at Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Lobo Theater. Ooh, that was at or near the most fun I've had over the course of seven hours in one venue. I'm so proud of you. You did so good. My feet were tired. Yeah, we right. worked very hard. So, as your first experience at the Rocky Horror, did you scream and yell and get into it the whole time, or was it just shell shock? It was a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was just happy to experience it all. And you came with a girlfriend. Yes, I did. My very best friend, Christine Johnson. All of it. And yeah. she loved it, too. She loved it. Yes, we got to dress up. And we, yeah, we screamed. We yelled. We laughed. We cried. Of the, of the number of people, what do we, we had a couple hundred people, several hundred people there. Most of them were dressed up. Yeah. And, and it was packed, too. I, mean, I think we showed up 20 minutes early and, and 
seats were already packed. Seats we we could hardly find seats. There were lines out the door. Or the midnight showing. I think our first like participant, our first fan, or for whatever ticket, first ticketed entrant showed up at like six thirty. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was only five and a half hours early. I had not finished eating dinner yet to get to the venue. Also, the drunkest. Yes. Very excited. Let's grab a break. We're going to talk stadium whenever we get back from it. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from brand new partner of the show, Van. Did I tell you about this yet? You sure did. John Lopez, Caldwell Banker Legacy. We're at home in his studio. Did you double check that? I. That's very close. That's that's correct. Is yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, John Lopez, Coldwell Banker Legacy. Check. Check. It's our studio. Okay. Okay. Wait. Ah! We weren't sure of the order. Well, he's making magic is what he's doing. Good. I can't wait to help him make magic. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we're on Team I-9. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live in the John Lopez Codewell Banker Legacy Studio. Okay. Brianna Wilson, hard-hitting questions. You ready? I'm ready. Tomorrow's election day, true or false? True. Okay. Well, I'm out of questions now. This checks out. Yeah. All right. You got anything, Van? Roll the music, Vital. Yeah, we're yeah. done. We're done here. Is this a station where you can just be a guy named Eddie Aragorn and just be on air for three hours a day and then not give fair time to anyone else? And it's a really confusing perspective for me as a guy who works in the industry, totally understands the politics about it, and then wonders why he's going to finish in dead last. Is that weird? Is that a weird thing? That's a really smart play by Tim Keller to get him to run to take away votes from Manny. That's very smart. How did he smart. convince him to Very smart. The only thing we're talking about in this broadcast, though, with Brianna Wilson is the stadium bond issue. I'm, I'm sweating. I'm nervous. Are you? Are going to hook me up to a lie detector test? Well, I don't. Like, you only communicate facts at KOB, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. This is, you don't come on and say, like, Brianna's opinion. No. I would do that segment. I do have opinions. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief. Do you I give don't them? share them at work. I don't get paid to share my opinion. That's literally the opposite of our job. <laughs> we, yeah, that's all we do. It's yeah. for three hours a day. We There's no facts. There's no substance. It's all opinion. We have um, two and a half years of no facts whatsoever. It's crazy to even it's, think about. It's all substance. <laughs> that's, well, thank you. <laughs> that's very thank kind. You. Uh, you did a bit this morning that I thought was a bit. You did a piece this morning that I thought was very good. Uh, that piece, which is probably aired 10 times today because I know how KOB is. Uh, so that piece... Kind of have both sides of the story, but it only seemed like snippets of both sides. Are these just like the main talking points you've been hearing as you've been reporting on the stadium throughout? Or are these the ones that are like polarizing? Or are these the ones that are going to have the biggest impact on the vote? I think these are the main the main arguments. Of course, you could dive. You could take a really deep dive onto either side. But I tried to pick the main arguments from both sides. Okay. So from the in support crowd. Like what is like a main like if you're in support of a stadium, what is like a narrative you've heard? Like regularly, um, I've heard that it's going to be really good for Albuquerque's economy. Yeah, uh, that it's going to bring bigger businesses from outside of the metro to Albuquerque. Um, if you build a stadium, it's it's going to be a hub. It's going to mean more jobs. Um, and you know, the city is saying that it's it's even going to strengthen the downtown community. You know, which whichever the locations they choose, that it's going to strengthen and, and benefit those areas. So piggyback on that. When they said it's going to, going to bring businesses outside of the metro, do they give you any concrete examples? No. Like either like an actual business or like a genre of businesses? Like are we getting an In-N-Out burger? Like that's yeah. the question. <laughs> Is In-N-Out coming here because of the new stadium? Um, I I wish they could confirm whether or not we were getting an In-N-Out yeah, burger. Yeah, okay. So it's not, okay, so it's not the that. The stadium meant an In-N-Out burger. 
They, if the, the stadium <laughs> should be called the In and Out Burger it Stadium, is. yes, <laughs> absolutely, a different conversation. And they're going to need naming rights for sure, to, yeah. to pay off the stadium eventually. Because well, allegedly, it's never going to get paid off from the people who are oppo the stadium. So the reason I ask you has have they said a concrete business or a concrete genre of businesses that will come in, and you weren't able, they weren't able to provide you with any concrete answers. This is a thing that I see from both. Yes. Polar ends of the spectrum on the stadium. They just say one thing and have nothing to back it up. The super passionate for stadium people. Then on the other hand, the very anti-stadium people make these wild claims with no data behind it either. So, like, for me, surprise, surprise, the answer is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Well, and then again, we're talking hypothetically because a lot of these, I mean, we won't know what a stadium will bring to Albuquerque until we have a stadium. Um, and so it's easy to say, you know, what it will or will not bring while we don't have one um, and to come up with all of these ideas and possibilities, you know, surrounding a potential stadium. I know after the renovation of uh, Isotopes Park that like Major League Baseball brought like the All-Star game here. And I know that like there was some like spotlight immediately after that. But if you were to ask me to say like, hey, one in the last 10 years has been that thing. One Foo Fighters concert. Is there anything else? I'm being serious. Well, Foo Fighters were at Isleta. Well, that was just recently, but like before they were at they Isotopes. Were, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, that would have been like 2016. Color me disappointed. Well, okay. I mean, I just. Uh-huh. I'm just giving an example. Must have been. We don't. We don't need to break down your, your how you missed the Foo Fighters. I, I, there's. That's okay. That's next segment. All the stuff Van <laughs> has missed in the past ten years. Let's do that one. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so what it. Like, if you have a stadium, in theory, you can build out these ideas where it's, hey, you're going to build up, like, commerce in the community, and you're going to do, like, obviously, hey, and by the way, congratulations to Bernalillo on finally finishing that stretch of road after the four and a half years that I've lived here. 550? Yeah, and it's been going since it's before. Been, oh, has it? Yeah. For f- I've, I've been in Albuquerque 13 years, I think, and it's been going for eight-ish years, I'm assuming. That's crazy to me. So I saw that today, that they had they had opened up. 80% of it. 80% of it. Because now it's all the way past like Santa Ana Star Casino, and it is a beautiful, clean, three-lane road with nice turning lanes. Oh, finally. The people are most uh, contentious of the stadium, the cons. What is like one of their major like public things? Like, what are they connecting with voter with? Uh, gentrification. Um, they're, they're, you know, when uh, you bring a big stadium – to the downtown community that it will it will push um it will push people who are already living here out and bring people who have more money in and i think that's the primary fear there also the damage that it could do to these historic communities um is the other argument they have oh and then the other one is that um i, I guess with the 50 million dollar bond uh that's on the table that that money could go to um, you know a million other issues that albuquerque's facing right now we're talking you know crime homelessness well, that's not true, education. though. Right. Yeah. Those, the, but that's those what are the arguments. Yes. Yeah. No. Th- again, this isn't coming from me. Yeah. This isn't, this so isn't coming from me. As the, an objective journalist. As an objective journalist. This is what I've heard. I'm not this an objective journalist. And this I think that's what I reported on. <laughs> that's the thing that drives me crazy about like those who are contentious is like, like first of all, do you even understand what capital improvements is? Because capital improvements is not hiring another meter maid. Like, that's not what that is. Capital improvements is like, improvements to 
like the structure of your city. Could it be a new stadium? Heck yes, it could. Mm-hmm. Could it also be a water plant? Yeah, it could. Could it be new streets? Yes, it could. I mean, there's. could you put solar panels on every municipal building in town and tell P&M to forget themselves? Yes, you could. Like Those are all things you could do with capital improvements. What you can't do with capital improvements is hire a new dispatcher. It's different money. It sure. doesn't work that way. Sure. And you, and this isn't like blowing smoke coming from you. You worked for a city department. Yeah, I worked in municipal government for like ten years. Like I, I have like a like a plethora of knowledge as it relates to this. But here's the thing: Radio Fred doesn't like communicate that. Radio Fred just tells jokes about Halloween candy. Yes. So like, there's something to me that's infuriating about that because that's not how bonds work. Oh, oh, my God. Are you saying that people with agendas are misinforming the populace, Fred? So that's the thing, too, right, you've seen throughout this campaign, where there have been, like, like literal agendas set forth by people who are either in support or against a new stadium, like, kind of just lying. I I don't know if I've, if I've talked to anybody who, who I felt was, you know, lying to my face. I, again, people believe strongly on both sides, and I think they're entitled to their opinions. Um, and that's why I... That's why we're voting on it right. tomorrow. That's why it comes down to a vote. What the public wants, the public will get. That's the most important thing. Like, no matter what your opinion is, just vote. Yeah. Like, yeah. go out and vote. Mm-hmm. And like, and I'm also the guy who's like, if you don't vote, no, please shut up. Yeah. Please don't. Because you didn't put in the effort. Like, that's – now, I guess that's maybe kind of a partial lie. Because if you put in the effort to either convince or one way or the other, I guess that counts. I guess that's contributing, right? Yeah. I, I don't understand a lot of, again, the polar ends of the spectrum here, like, uh, especially for the against people, like, because like, one of the proposed sites is close to the rail yards right. in Borellis, you know, 2nd, 4th Street area corridor. And how how is that going to destroy a neighborhood? Like, I don't see why a part of this neighborhood is so passionate about their empty lots and their unused railroad like as has that been addressed like okay like okay we get it like no one's going to demolish your house like no one's i don't see why you can't retain your identity and also grow i guess that's the part that i that i personally i mean i I don't really feel comfortable touching on that well just because i don't know i haven't done research into you know what would happen when the stadium goes up you know into what gets demolished. so it has to have did you see where it has to have the community benefits agreement you're familiar with this yes okay so what that loosely is for a friend of the show that might not know that is a plan set in place by the city and the community it's in now noted i said the city i didn't say the united soccer team no okay and it's it's hey uh, a lot of places call them tiff taxes but it's taxes taken from this specific area to impact this specific area as it relates to like accessibility and beautification and and you can fill in the blanks like uh, tax incentives for businesses to come in or you want to put ten thousand dollars into a space in a strip mall cool there's a pool of money for that and it comes from beer sold at the stadium you sure. get to drink beer and help community businesses oh my god count me in on that thank part. you. Uh, uh, you're going to take a buck of every beer I spend to help a business. I'm in on that triple B. Like, give me that opportunity. But you like, like I said, in whatever community or neighborhood they go in, because although I I recognize that the plan suggested the downtown rail yards area, it could be anywhere. Sure. Any community could, or any neighborhood in this community could benefit from it if it passes. Now, if it doesn't pass, is that the end of the road for the stadium? I promise you it's not. No, it's not. I absolutely promise you it's not. Like, the state will come in, and there's a ton of money out there. The state is sitting on a $1.1 trillion surplus that they didn't know they were going to have. 
That money can be put any effort they want. Now here, voter, if you pass it this way, there's an opportunity to be in control of what's going on with your municipal government. You want an example of state government running facility? Let's talk about how nice Tingley is right now. Because it's not. Let's grab a break. When we get back, <laughs> one more of my friend Brianna Wilson as I get so fired up. And I told you I'd stay calm, so I'm 100% sorry. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the John Lopez Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. And we're playing again with I-9 Sports. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back in the John Lopez Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Brianna Wilson has joined us. Hello. She's from KOB. Where'd you grow up? Gallup. How's that? Gallup, New Mexico. It's home. Yeah? Yeah. It's, you know, it's that place that you stop on your way to other places, but for me, it's home. Me and Van did a big fundraiser out there at Fox Run Golf Course for Big Bo's Big Sisters. Do you know why they call it Fox Run Golf Course? Are you familiar with that? There's no grass. <laughs> oh, gosh. Fire. I'm I sorry. love that. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of truth to that golf course. Yeah. Um, so I, we, thought, I thought it was a dumb name. You did. We were out. Like, why is this called Fox Run? Next morning, saw foxes running. Literally running across. Literally, foxes, <laughs> foxes were literally running. I was like, oh. <laughs> it was like a Disney movie where we were. I, like, grabbed you by the shirt. I was like, oh, look. But like, oh, wait, sorry. Did I just do that? Also, here's the thing when we were at, like, we dress fabulously impressive when we golf. Yeah. Yeah, we are, like, cliche. Like, I'm even sitting in the studio right now. How would you describe this sweater that I'm wearing? I think it's pretty. It's a little too argyle, little right? It's, it's Carolina Panthers argyle is what you're doing. It's there. terrible is what it is. <laughs> and we'll take a picture of Brandon Wilson. Great. It's not great. From KOB before she leaves. We'll put it on the social media. But anyways, Gallup couldn't handle the energy we were bringing. There is a Gallup is a man's man city, and we were not that. We were not that at all that weekend we were out there. You could use the word flamboyant. Well, that's what we were. Our golf attire yeah. was flamboyant. Yeah, they were not. They don't do well with flamboyant no, there. No, they do not. No, I no, no. I just don't think you guys have been to the right places. They like muted colors. <laughs> Let us know because we'll go back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. one Applebee's we can't go into, but we'll tell that story that's off the here. only Applebee's. Well, <laughs> That's the one. I'm only part- so, you're, so you're familiar. Yeah, I'm only partially joking. <laughs> uh, we're talking stadium talk, and during the break, you mentioned uh, one of the things that the proponents of the stadium are talking about is the possibility for a women's team. Yes. Who has confirmed that with you, or is that just a rumor? Um, no, it's not a rumor. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, both the city and heads of the team confirmed that you know within three years of a stadium being built, that they would bring a women's soccer team to New Mexico, professional women's Like one that already exists or create one? Create one. Okay. Because in, in the um, the community agreement, the community, uh, oh my gosh, I'm going blank. Community benefits agreement? Thank you. Yes, there you go. The CBA. Brianna Thank Wilson. you very much. Hey, Brianna Wilson's here, everyone. Yeah, hey oh, an actual <laughs> journalist. Welcome. <laughs> Our listeners aren't used to this. That's so unique. Yeah, wowza. They say in the agreement. That will they they were either bring in or enact a women's professional team. Uh, I don't know if that's in the CBA. There's a I believe it is. So there was a promissory, is what it was. So there was like as long as the bond goes through, yeah, yeah in the vote, then there's a promissory. But I didn't know if that was in the promissory between the city and the United. I, again, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about things that I'm not. <laughs> too, that's too. fine. The well, and the thing to me that's so like interesting about it is like. I love the idea of putting like pie in the sky, right, and reaching for it. Like to me, that's a that's a cool way to sell an idea. I can tell you about the 2016 election, but what I'm saying is, if 
if you just throw out these ideas that don't have any validity behind them, then I'm going to end up real disappointed in you, City or city of Albuquerque and New Mexico United, if I don't get a women's team. Because don't tell me I'm going to get a women's team. Don't tell me that I'm going to get 100% locally owned businesses and 100% locally produced goods. And, and I don't, because now you've lied to me. That's a lot, that makes you a liar. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's vice versa. If there's somebody who's against the stadium, which, by the way, yes, Feel free to be against the stadium. I let you have whatever belief you do. Don't do it by lying to me. Don't tell me that the money that could, that uh, we could not spend this money on a bond and we could put it into teacher pay. No, you can't. That's not how that works. That's not, not how it works. The, well, the women's soccer team announcement came when uh, NM United and the city together announced outside of Isotopes Park. Um, this, this was a press conference that I went to. Uh, when they announced their $30 million commitment to the stadium, you know, the $10 million up front uh, before it's built. Um, that was when they also announced their plan to bring a women's soccer team. As they should. To New Mexico within three years. From the texter, why doesn't United play at UNM football field? Or, like Fred just mentioned, do something with Tingley. There's already parking there. Well, first of all, Tingley's an indoor venue. You want an indoor venue, go out to the Rio Rancho Event Center. It's beautiful. That's nice. It's the nicest building in town, and everyone acts like they can't go there. There's 5,000 seats sitting right there that you can put entertainment in front of. I think 7,000, right? There's 7,000. That's if you use the floor. But, yes, there's a lot of seats there. The gladiators draw. The runners draw. WWE the other day we went to. Near sellout. Near sellout. That's what I'm saying. Like, we have an indoor venue. Zap and Roger. I don't know Near what that sellout. is. What is Zap and Roger? You were there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we went to a concert there. Hey, the difference with the Rio Rancho Event Center and Tingley is the Rio Rancho Event Center is run by, hear me out, Rio Rancho. They have they have an operating body there. They Their city like operations facilities right there. They walk into it every day. They look at it. At Tingley? When's the last time MLG was at Tingley? Will anyone let her? No, that, that's what I'm saying. Also, it leaks. It's like a weird building. There's a reason the gladiators aren't there anymore. There's a reason you can't go see Gravedigger and Bigfoot out there. Because they don't do that. They don't want to put in the work. That's what you end up with a state-run facility. National parks get donations because... All right. <laughs> Here we <laughs> go. <laughs> now, I will let you go. State turn parks turn get donations because the state won't run a park. That's how state government works. You want me to talk to you about the Athletic Commission right now? I do. Yes, I do. No, not on air. Please go ahead. Because that's what I'm trying to say. Like you, Like, do not trust your state to run your local entity. It will not work. You have to trust, here's an idea, the city councilmen you vote for, your aldermen, your representatives, your mayor. That's why you have to vote yes on the bond if you want to be in control of the stadium. Because if you don't, they're still going to build a stadium. Still going to build a stadium. Heartbreaking, wrenching news for those who oppose it. Cannot impede progress. Would you like to control progress? Because I, I would. Sorry again. I think another big thing that uh, the people who are against the stadium bring up is this is just making millionaire real estate people in new mexico even richer there's only five people that own united and they're all millionaires are you just gonna give them a stadium now it's owned by the city the city owns it right the city owns it. it's your stadium it's your it's not theirs it's yours correct it's yours guy that's been misinformed it's yours you know what else the city owns isotopes park like, Isotopes run it. They rent it. They can do whatever they want. What, what do they pay? million and a half a year? Something and, like and that? And by the way, your city stood up for you with Isotopes Park. That's why they're not with the Dodgers anymore. Because the Dodgers wanted to own it. 
They're like, only the only way the Dodgers will stay in Albuquerque is if we own the stadium. And they tried to buy it from the city. And the city's like, no, we have our communities back. This is our stadium. I love that. Yeah. You have to put the stadium in under your control. That's my final vibe on it. Like, so if you're going to vote, just know that this is one that's going to happen. That's how I feel. And I know a little bit of the players. I know the game. The text are always asked about putting uh, the United at uh, Lobo State. They don't have the infrastructure. They don't have enough concessions. They don't have enough bathrooms. They don't have enough of anything. Right. Like you and I, by the way, big Lobos fans. Brandon, are you a Lobo fan? I'm a Lobo fan. There we yeah. go. Are you a Lobo? I am a Lobo. There you go. When Everyone's you, a Lobo. Well, woof, I, woof, woof. When we went to the state game, there wasn't enough infrastructure. There were no. too many people. Yep. They could not handle it. The United, although their season is over, RAP 2021, how exciting that they got to play at home, though, for the first time in two years. When their season was over, they were drawing those numbers in the beginning of the year. They were drawing at their cap of 9,500. The facility over at the Lobo State just can't hold it. And by the way, the university, they got stuff going on. Yeah. If, if football fan thinks it's only football, there, there's, they had the marching band get down whatever last weekend. Is that not what it's called? And a, an event I'm very passionate about. They have the Special Olympics State Tournament there. Like, you want to talk about scheduling issues. It's just not a facility up to standard. Also, it's 2021. When was when was Lobo Field built? I really don't know. In the seventies, right or late sixties? Nineteen sixty. There you go. Sixty-eight. Hey, why don't we put them at Milne? It was built in nineteen thirty-nine. One last one with Brianna Wilson before. Do you want to say the whole time? You want to, we'll talk about it at the break. <laughs> Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the John Lopez Legacy or Caldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we're playing again with I nine Sports. It's ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal pitch on the way, and Marwin lifts this one in a shallow left field. Rosario coming in; it'll drop in front of him for a hit. Guriel scores. Bregman scores. It's a two run single for the pitch hitter Gonzalez, and the Astros lead for the first time today, seven to five. Two two. Swing and a miss. Soler goes down on a high fastball, and that is the ball game. The Astros live to play another day as they defeat the Atlanta Braves by a final of 9-5. to five. Thank you to the Braves radio network, excuse me, the Astros radio network. I said Braves because this thing should be over. It well, will, it, it'll be over in two more games. <laughs> Live with us in the John Lopez Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, Brianna Wilson of KOB. Hello. All things sports, just a wealth of sports knowledge. <laughs> That's me. We were talking during the break, and I was like, oh, my God, are you Tim Kirchin's daughter? Like, uh, what is... <laughs> and Brianna said, who is Tim Who's, uh, who's Tim Kirchin? <laughs> I don't understand. The Atlanta Braves are afraid to finish off the Houston Astros because they're cowardly, because mm-hmm. they're yellow, because mm-hmm. they're scared, because they're incompetent, yeah. because they're that guy in the commercial that has to take that pill to make sure he contains his, maintains his manhood as he gets older in age. Yeah, that's it what could they be get because for their their bullpens are on fumes. That's the problem. Well, that's like a real answer. What I was going to say, <laughs> it's because of this racist tomahawk chop. Oh that's yeah, why, that's why they're. Yep. Gonna, <laughs> that's what it is. So they're going to not... lose the next two games. Okay, what is? What does God hate more than cheating? Yeah. That's racist. That's what so Brianna, you have to pick. You're, you're either rooting for the cheaters or the racist. Which Who ones? Pick? Oh. Oh. Do you like trying really hard and then it poses itself as cheating? Or do you like cultural or cultural sensitivity yeah. 
which uh, turns its ugly head into racism. <laughs> which one? Which one do the you way hate you more? Raised that. <laughs> yeah. mm. Well, I can't pick racism. No, you cannot. That's why. <laughs> You'd have to be brave to be a Braves fan. Did, oh, oh. Cut that one off, I tell. <laughs> so, I think cultural appropriation is bad in most cases, but I would say that here, stand alone for the Atlanta Braves, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because you're, you're, it's grandfathered it's in. It's grandfathered in. Okay. That, you don't feel that way? No, not at all. That's a hot take. What? You know what else was grandfather did at one point? What's that? Yeah, slavery. slavery. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I take okay. it back. See? I take it back. See? That's all I ever knew growing up, Fred. That, well, it may be, maybe what this is is um, reality getting back at the Atlanta Braves because of their ignorant, like. Well, I was going to say statistical leavening. Yeah, like, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the Astros offense will finally erupt and come back to life. And you saw that in game five. And I'm assuming you're going to see a lot more of it in games six and seven when they're back in their home. So it's over tonight, just so we're clear. What is over tonight? Oh, wait, there's no game tonight. The trip back home will yeah. be over tonight. It's over tomorrow. Like, it's over, over tomorrow. You think the Braves win game six? Oh, gosh, yes. In Houston? Uh-huh. Why? Oh. I, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Now that it got back. Is Charlie Morton back? Now that it got back. <laughs> no. Oh, shoot. He is very much not back. He was supposed to start yesterday. Bullpen game. That was his start. Yeah. And he's on one leg. Less than one leg. <laughs> so who do you think who do you think is gonna win? Uh the Braves or the Tampa Bay Marlins? Which one is it? Oh good. The take. story of the Tampa Bay Marlins. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. I just heard I this story yesterday. I believe you told him, Fred. I, I just, love this. So if you're not familiar, friend of the show. My wealth of knowledge. You have, you've of been known to, to support the Tampa Bay Marlins, Brianna. I didn't write that script. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just set the record straight. I did not write that script. Mm -hmm. I just read it and thought nothing was wrong with it. You're like, you're like real life Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Tampa Bay Marlins. <laughs> I didn't read it out loud. Our anchors did. This was back in my, my producer days. I'm still a producer. Um, but no, back when we could just write whatever we wanted and the anchors would read it. And they would take all the flack. And we, we got the anger emails. and ugh. From all 12 of their fans. From all 12. And some Tampa Bay Marlins fans. Well, that <laughs> works, yeah. So I'm a big Marlins fan because of the kid from Carlsbad. Yeah, old Trevor Rogers. I think Trevor Rogers is the best thing ever. Big Trev. That's how I feel. Have a big year next year. Yeah. And if they're so fortunate to move from Miami to Tampa Bay, you're going to be a real trendsetter here. You'll be the number one Google result. <laughs> so that's yeah. Tampa Bay Marlins. Does that mean you get to copyright it since you said it first? I didn't say it first. Well, you wrote it down incorrectly first. I didn't write it down. Oh, you did it. I'm just oh, saying okay. there's some association here. Right. I just, I don't know okay. what I know. I, Maybe it was portrayed incorrectly to me. I don't want to take responsibility for that one. That's a classic KOB move. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like that retra like the retraction at the end of the next like broadcast. Mm -hmm. of, uh, sorry for any misinformation we may have presented in the... Jumping out to a 4-0 Grand Slam lead in the first, the Braves then uh, just gave up. They literally gave up to your Houston Astros van. Ended in the old Dolly Parton. The old 9-5. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of your team losing because I like the idea of radio right after that. Yeah. But I'm a bigger fan of your team taking it to Game 7 and then losing because I'm a huge fan of that. Right. If you're going to watch me weep in sorrow, 
<laughs> you want it to be during game seven. Brianna, pick a winner of this series. The Houston Asteroids. Yay! <laughs> I if love you it. don't know which team to pick, just make up your own. It's worked for me in the past. Sweet. Monday Night Football and NFL Football Talk. Where we get back, Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the John Lopez Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we're playing again with I-9 Sports. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Rushing the gun from the five. Snap is back, looking left, fade, left side. Cooper! Touchdown! How about that? How's your hamstring, Coop? Cooper Rush is a strong name. That's a very good football name. How is his hamstring? Is it is it, is okay? it good? Is it fine, Michael? I tell. Answer Michael, the is question. it fine? Well, he tweaked it during the game, and he was using a tennis ball to loosen it up. You know the old thing where you roll the tennis. Everyone ball. Everyone does that. That's yeah. not yeah. unique. Yeah. Was he was he not loosened up because he didn't think he was going to play football because he's Cooper Rush? No, you mean Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Oh, good. One that had okay. A Shoot. Okay. Hamstring. Cool. Yeah. Cooper to Cooper. And right. he got back out on the field and look what he did. It's like a law firm. So now they have Cooper Rush and Cooper Catch. Coopers. That's pretty cool. You know what a Cooper does? You know what a Cooper does? Drives. <laughs> the car? Mini Cooper? Not a Mini Cooper. No, like uh, a, a profession. A, yeah, the profession of Cooper. Does it have no? to do with chickens? Does it something to do with Mario? Close. Vital, do you know what a Cooper does? Uh, no. Catches. Catches touchdowns. No, good one. Coopers make barrels. Oh. The wooden, the wooden barrels? The really? That's what a Cooper does. Makes barrels. There you go. I didn't know that. Who knew? In the place that houses all the technology <laughs> oh, a to make barrel is a cooperage. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? It makes sense. Who knew? All right, write that down, loyal there you go. There you go, friend of the you show. You might hear that on Jeopardy one day. It'll be my story tomorrow. Brianna Wilson <laughs> reporting live from KOV, uh, re- reporting live from the cooperage downtown. Is there a cooper? There's got to be a cooperage here in town, right? There used to be a restaurant called the cooperage. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm into that. But are you talking about an actual Cooperage? There has to be a place in town that makes barrels. Say Cooperage again. <laughs> Big win for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, turns out they don't really need Dak Prescott, and all that emphasis on his level of importance oh. was nonsense. <laughs> uh, they can beat anyone with any quarterback. No big deal. Cool. Team effort. Good job. Yeah. Kind of put their individual aspirations inside and played as a unit there, and they're able to beat up over – uh, anyone, and also welcome Ben Danici, who can be the starting quarterback now, too. I don't care. Danucci's supposed to be the number two guy, right? I didn't know Cooper Rush was ahead of him on the depth. Oh, part. hey, join join everyone else in the country. Was Cooper Rush's too boring to put on uh, hard knocks? Cooper Rush has been in the NFL for four years. Name his college. Central uh, Michigan. I hate you, Michael. He just Googled it. <laughs> I was going to say something like that, though. I mean, Northeastern Illinois. The Illini. I don't think that's a real thing. No. How how well do you think you would do naming all of the major sports logos? That's a good question. Naming all of the major sports logos. Yeah. Because yeah. you got I get to look the, at the Tampa logo. Bay Rays and Miami Marlins mixed up. <laughs> do you think you could tell those two I apart? I didn't mix them up. Oh, allegedly. Okay. <laughs> it's not what I heard. That's not... The fabrication that was transpired over to me. I'll take it. But if we were to show you, like, this logo here, this is not the best radio because it's a picture. 
Would okay. you be able to like say what team that is? No. Okay. So what I've pulled up on my screen is a it's a blue background with the the flaming T, which is the Tennessee Titans. Right. I was but, gonna say Tennessee. Because of the <laughs> after I said I, it. No, I was going to. That was gonna be my first guess. I, I wouldn't have been able to guess Titans, but this is an actual like test, I guess. All right, so this whatever this website is, it's like uh, <laughs> like testforyourgirlfriends.com or something. I hit back onto the show again. I'm gonna have to cover more sports stories so this, I get invited back. That, well, I mean, Brandon Ortega needs that help. Mm. So the Cowboys win big. They win without their quarterback. Awesome. The Jets win big. They win without their quarterback. Awesome. Every team that gets a new quarterback can just win, I guess. Like, what, do quarterbacks even matter anymore? Well, I mean, there's 53 people on an NFL roster, right? Sure. I mean, what is one of them going to do? Just one of them. You don't need a. The other 52 are pretty important. Who's this white kid in New York? Whoa, easy. I'm sorry, the easy. quarterback. Who's this quarterback? Last name White. Oh, sorry. Mike White, and he used okay. to be a backup for the Cowboys. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, so it's it's quarterback you now just, in Dallas? Just anybody who plays in Dallas gets to win football games. Ridiculous to me. See, look at that. You don't even know what he looks like. You couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Are you talking about young way, Andy Dalton? Yeah, Cooper Rush. By the way, um, I'm rooting for the Cowboys now, and I'm rooting for Cooper Rush. Same. Because they might get to break the streak of a redheaded quarterback never winning the Super Bowl. Okay. Because it's still never happened in the history of football. You're such a ginger fan, and a not, red, and not yes. the delicious seasoning. Hold on. Watch out for them hard R's when you're talking about my people. Okay. that's yeah. Come on now. Big Monday Night Football preview tonight. You have the Chiefs, and I have, I'm down taking the Giants. Did you switch it up officially? I switched it up. <laughs> so the Giants are playing tonight. Uh, do you, do you, at, your, at the Wilson household, do you guys make effort to watch the Monday Night Football? Make an effort. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Baseball is the is the. Oh, see, it's now the, we're talking. The king of right all there. of them. Everyone knows that. What, what, what's your squad in the house? Mm, the squad and well, okay, we're it's Just, a toss up between the Yankees and the Cubs. Smart, except I mean, one of those is terrible, but smart. <laughs> are, uh, are one of you Yankees and one of you Cubs? Or are you just like well, picking an extra one to hedge your bets? A little bit of both. Okay, a little bit of both. Yeah, I think my my husband is you know born and raised a Yankees fan, and then the way it should be. Yeah, and then lived in Illinois for a little while, yeah. and, and you oh, know that's gross. <laughs> I don't know, developed a love for the Cubs and and I don't really watch any sports apart from soccer, so I'm I guess I'm on board with both. And now I'm for the Astros. Yeah, hey, all right. I'm a lemur. What? Because of all the cheating. A lemur <laughs> or a lemming? The one yeah, the lemming. <laughs> yes. I get you know what guys? A Tampa Bay lemming. So I thought it was Libra, <laughs> you were just going with your emotions. I'm a Tampa here. Bay <laughs> I'm a Tampa Bay lemur. <laughs> 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 Giants and Chiefs tonight. Chiefs by nine and a half is what the spread says. Uh, it looks to just be the most boring blowout thing ever on ESPN. And the only way that it can be exciting is if the Giants actually keep it in the mix and win. So that's why I'm going for the Giants. That's why my pick is the Giants, because I would like to be entertained on Monday night for a freaking change. Well, you're not going to be alone in this because Vital is also picking oh, the Giants. Oh, of course he is. Is that right? Picks every upset in the history of upsets. I, I do pretty well. <laughs> You got one this week. I got one. Well, you got I, the Jets. I, I did say Saints over the Bucks, but I don't think I did that publicly. Oh, okay. Just in your head. 27-20. I got the Giants tonight over the Chiefs. Who you got? Uh, I got the Chiefs bouncing back. Uh, the Chiefs defense is so bad 
that they're going to make the Giants look pretty good, but they'll still score more. I got Chiefs high 20s, Giants mid 20s. Let's call it, oh, I don't know, 29 21 to go right at 50 points because I picked 49 points in my Pick'em League. And if I hit 49 points, I win. So that. KOB's very own Brianna Wilson, who you got tonight? Oh, um, do I just pick one? Yes. Giants. Smart. Okay, all right. Good pick. Only 4% of the nation is picking the Giants in our pick and I am now in that 4%. Nice. I, I, Loyal listener, he was not BSing. He did switch his pick to the Giants tonight. I, is this fantasy football? So it is a, a, a type. So <laughs> this is office pool football, which is far more important than fantasy football okay. because these are people I work with. Okay. And I'd like them to know that I'm better than them I at have, this. I have a bracket. That's March Madness. That's very close. <laughs> for, the, for the Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better. Your boy Vaughn Miller got moved today to the Rams for um, pennies, literal pennies. I don't know. Second and a third rounder. Oh, God, do not care about that. Those are nothings to me. A second and a third rounder is what it cost the Rams for the Broncos to keep all of Von Miller's money. Plus, they sent $9 million over, too. And the other thing is the Rams will only have two picks for next year's draft. Who cares about picks? I do. Let's see. I just felt like I needed to say something. It had been a while. It's the way to interrupt. The, <laughs> Sorry. The, the thing about like Von Miller, who, by the way, is a linebacker and doesn't matter at all. We've had this talk a million times over. Linebackers now are just safeties that come down in the box. And to actually be a linebacker, traditionally speaking, is a fool is like a fool's errand. Vital, I didn't get enough time today. Me and Fred were very busy doing other stuff. When is Von Miller's contract up? Do you know, buddy? Probably never. I think it's up in another year or two. So they get yeah, one yeah, more one more year two. of control, or is it just this year? I think this uh, – I don't know if this was his contract. Well, oh, it no, next. it's just this year. He's a one-year rental. No, he gets an extended year because he was suspended for a year for cheating. Now he's a UFA next year. They're all the Rams are all in on winning the Super Bowl this year. That wasn't a Yiddish cuss word. He's a he's a unrestricted Unre- free agent. I mean, the friend yeah. of the show knows what Ufa. Yeah. It's not. It's a dumb. It's a dumb trade. It's dumb for both teams. I think the Rams. The Rams got away with murder. Yeah. Especially if they can extend him for cheap. Oh my God, they cannot. I think Von Miller's got some really good life left in them legs. I think he's going to be just fine. His eyes don't even work. He wears he wears Coke bottle glasses. Like, his body's falling apart. That makes him all the more special, really. It's okay. I wear Coke bottle glasses. What's wrong with Coke bottle glasses? Ooh, see? You're offending our guest, Fred. Okay, do you have to chase down a quarterback? Fred does this every family dinner, by the way. (laughs) Here's what I'm saying. A second or third round draft pick is worthless, and a linebacker is worthless. This was a dumb trade. Like, the only draft draft picks that matter are number one overall draft picks. Everything else is nothing. Just because you're jealous of oh. Von Miller's fashion sense, don't degrade this trade. <laughs> the Rams had to give up a lot to get that money. So, Brianna, 10 years ago, maybe 15, Von Miller watched 30 Rock and saw that Tina Fey wore glasses, and then he thought it was cool. That's what Van is talking about. Von Miller is not a trendsetter. Von Miller is boy Tina Fey. I love his fashion sense. He dresses like Ellen. He's I like a diet Tina Cam Fey. Newton. See? Same. And 15 We're... years ago, I loved Tina Fey more than I do now. So... <laughs> Actually, no, I love her more Wait, now. Wait, hold on. Then. Is 30 Rock that old? Yes. All of those things that you enjoy are that old. Oh, my God. 
I'm so old. When we get back, we're going to break down the dynamics of Cheers and why I think Woody would have been the ultimate owner of the bar. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the John Lopez Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, part of New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're playing it with the I-9 Sports on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live in the John Lopez Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We were so very fortunate to have Brianna Wilson, KOB, with us all day long. We talk stadium talk. We talk yaffle talk. She told us that she knows very little about baseball and then proved it. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. That Thank happened. you. Today's I-9 Varsity contact... I-9 at League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999, Van. Get your youngins out there. Get them playing. 100%. I couldn't sell I-9 enough. They're my favorite. What they did through the worst parts of the pandemic and what they're continuing to do now is so impressive. And they have a non-for-profit where they continually help young like adults in the community. Thank you, I-9 Sports. There's your next story, Brandon Wilson. You call I-9 Sports. I-9 Put it out there. Okay. So we we were remiss not to mention throughout the whole show today. Yeah. R.I.P. Tennessee Titans season and R.I.P. one out of every ten fantasy football team. Derek as Derrick Henry went down for the year yesterday. That's bad for my fighting Derrick Henry Tafoyas. That's correct. Who, and I now know what their logo looks like. Thank yeah, you. you do. Very good. Uh, well, you know, we didn't get a shout out, uh, which I wanted to because they're a big contributor to our Rocky Horror this past weekend. Graphic Connections. We didn't really get a chance to bring that up, but Graphic Connections, who you know, is owned by Scott Cregan, if you're familiar with any sort of radio here in town. Um, they put together just like these just giveaways of T-shirts for everyone who was involved. So just, just that's a little thing. Graphic Connections is the best. You need like a logo or a banner or a T-shirt or a business card or whatever. Like Google Graphic Connections, reach out to them. They are just at or near as good as anyone in the whole game. Today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of Bogus Halloween Candy. Okay, Van? Okay. So this is a trick-or-treater deal because you said you're a candy corn guy. That is not true whatsoever. Okay. Who was the candy corn guy? It's not you, Vital. Vital loves candy corn. Oh, I hate candy corn. Okay. We were talking to somebody a couple days ago. There's like, it was Tamari. What are, oh, Tamari. That's right. Oh. Tamari loves candy corn. That freak of nature. I hate his face. Ryan man. Tamari, candy right. corn. I will go first, and you will go last, Brianna, okay? Okay. So I'm going to go with glow-in-the-dark vampire teeth. So I think glow-in-the-dark vampire teeth, if that shows up in my Halloween basket when I was a kid, like, that is straight to the trash. That becomes a jump shot attempt for me because I don't want your plastic glow-in-the-dark vampire teeth. That's on my list of bogus Halloween candy. Okay, well, let's uh, unpackage this a little bit. Yeah. Like, just loose vampire teeth? Yes. Or, like, vampire teeth that you open from the package? Well, it's super weird if they're just loose. Yeah, I grew up in the 90s, so I think it was just loose. That's not candy. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, you're going to figure it's not them? candy. But he, fa- <laughs> but he found it in his jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, I mean, it goes in your mouth, so I'm going to... You'll figure you'll figure this out pretty quick. So, Van, what do you got? Okay, first on my list of the most bogus Halloween candy is Halloween candy that's obviously been there for three or four or whatever years mm-hmm. that they have up in the cabinet... That's just turning into dust. Like the and MRE you know, candy. You're like, oh my God, look, I found a Kit Kat. And you open up the Kit Kat, it's just sugar dust. It falls all over the place. And you look at the back of the wrapper, and it's like, Hershey, 1988? Yeah, that's what, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Not not for resell in the USSR. Correct. And you're like, that's that's act, that's got to be dated. That's got to be very old. To me, it's that good and plenty or dots. I couldn't stand that in a bag. Oh, yeah. I mean, you put dots in popcorn, though. 
That's a good idea. Yeah, it's very good. It's like super dense jelly beans. I don't get what the big deal is with dots. Brianna Wilson at KOB, what do you got? Uh, um, you know, I'm struggling to find a type of candy that I don't like. Oh, oh there yeah, okay. I, they're okay, but there are candies that are types of candy that all compare to one another. Like I, I prefer Twizzlers over Red Vines. That's a hot take, but I will eat Red Vines. Well, I mean, if given the option, I'm never going to eat a Red Vine. As a whole, I will pull them off individually and eat them. That is the style of Red Vine. I don't like the pull apart Twizzlers. Well, I mean, they're basically trying to be Red Vine. No, they don't taste the same. Well, I mean, one's good. The pull apart Twizzlers have a different flavor. One's yeah. good and one is pull apart Twizzlers. I think they just taste like rubbery sugar to me. Yeah. I'm going with bookmarks. Anyone who put bookmarks into my trick or treating bag, I have zero interest okay. in ever returning to your home. That's how you get egged. That's how I fork your yard. Giving me a, I don't, I'm never going to read a book. Do you have PTSD? Not is this candy. a childhood? Is this <laughs> getting traced back to one childhood moment where you had zero candy in your jack o' lantern? <laughs> so you're taking this opportunity to rail against everything that what was I, in your jack o' lantern. What I am is not a fan of wasting my time. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go Oppo here. Uh huh. I'm gonna say one that everyone hates, that I love, the Good and Plenties, like the like the itty bitty licorice ones. There's gonna be plenty of them left for you. Those no are one wants delicious. Them. I'm like the only person on earth that I know that likes the strongest, most pungent licorice. Like I love Australian black licorice. You also like those little root beer like barrel candies. Are you like a fan of that too? Nah. Yeah, those are gross. Yeah, those are gross. Also the hot tamales. I don't like spicy. Oh, candy. it's too hot. Fred can't have that. I can't have that. Fred gives away the cinnamon gum that he finds in his jack-o'-lantern. Like Big Red? It's too spicy. Can't eat that. <laughs> what about the pumpkin candy corn? Like the big the big candy corn. What is that? Well, it's like they sell it with, it's not, I guess it's yeah, not candy corn. Yeah, I've seen those. The, yeah, the pumpkins. Yeah. The, oh, the I know what you're talking about. Too, like, I can eat candy corn, but that's too much for me. It's too thick. It's too much. It's I don't like, too dense. I don't like pumpkin flavor stuff. It's not pumpkin flavored. It's candy corn flavored. It's just like shaped a pumpkin? Yeah. So it's just corn syrup? Yeah. Okay, I mean, Another candy that people hate that I'm into are those just basic, like they were made the same year as candy corn. Because you know all candy corn was made all at once. All, pre, all yeah. pre-World War II. We've they had just, this talk. Yeah. They just made it all at once, and they knew it was going to last forever, yeah. or no one was going to eat it, and it's just decorative. It's fallout food for during uh, the Cold War. Yeah, exactly. To feed the cockroaches that are left Correct. after the apocalypse. <laughs> those little, those black and orange wrapped Whatever they are, mm-hmm. are they like peanut butter type? It's like soft peanut brittle flavored. Yeah. It's like yeah. chocolatey, caramely, peanut buttery thing. Like like, like honeycomb it, from it never, Squid Game. It never evaporates. You have to start chewing on it to make it go anywhere. But I don't mind those either. People hate those pencil top erasers. Okay, no one can. <laughs> None of your things have been edible. I just, just saying, as a young trick or treater, <laughs> to have that appear in my basket. That was, that was trauma. That was traumatic to me. You didn't give me a pencil top eraser, by the way. Not even Lisa Frank. You gave me trauma. So this has not even gone away for Fred. He still learns about things through putting things in his mouth. Yes, he learns a lot about himself yeah. that way. Rubber bouncy balls. Yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> Jawbreakers. Okay. I don't know how I feel about them. Well, they killed a girl in a movie. I saw that. <laughs> oh, the movie Jawbreaker. Yeah. Pretty good reference. I never saw that. Yeah, you're not missing much. But I did understand the reference because the name of it was Jawbreaker. 
uh, mini toothbrush, mini toothpaste. Not also, candy. get that out of my life. Raina Wilson of KOB, thank you so very much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Did you have any fun? I, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I loved it. This was great. You're too much. Uh, obviously, we'll make this available as soon as possible so that your friends and family can absorb. Van, any final words before we go? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. Meet Kirtland Federal Credit Union. You're come on over, borrow a cup of sugar, smell that roasting green chili, big eye driving, backyard balloon gazing, 505 living financial partner. Join us at kirtlandfcu.org, federally insured by the NCUA. This report is brought to you by Kirtland Federal Credit Union. All right, traffic this afternoon, northbound High 25, a little rough. We'll start with uh, there's a crash as you approach Lead Coal. That's causing quite a bit of backup, so be careful going through that area. We've also got crash cleanup continuing a little further up on northbound I-25 over at uh, San Antonio. That one's off on the right shoulder, but uh, crews are still on the scene. Be careful as you go through there. I-40 looking pretty good in both directions this afternoon. Your river crossings still look good this afternoon as you head west on Paseo and Alameda this afternoon. New Balance Albuquerque. Shoes that fit better and perform better. At New Balance, we actually measure your feet. On Juan Tabo, north of Constitution and in Cottonwood Corners next to Best Buy. New Balance. Brought to you by New Balance. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker Hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Visit any of their stores today or shop online at AmericanHome.com. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. The Jim Rome Show. John Gruden is out and not a moment too soon. Good riddance. The autumn wind is a raider. And the former Raiders head coach is a racist and a homophobe and a misogynist and probably just about everything else. So he gets exactly what he deserved. John Gruden did not get canceled. There is a difference between being canceled and facing the consequences of your actions. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. No one wants legal problems. The law office of Rudy Chavez knows and understands this, but legal problems happen when you least expect them, and they only get worse if you ignore them. For more than 40 years, Rudy has represented New Mexicans with all kinds of legal problems. Hurt in a car accident? You get personal representation from Rudy, not some associate who you don't know. Your legal problems will not go away unless you have experienced legal representation. Go to RudyChavezLaw.com or call 242-5500 today and make your legal problems go away. You've been thinking about it forever, daydreaming about how it might look, researching and comparing. Now you're ready to replace those dated countertops. Rocky Mountain Stone is your source for the highest quality stone, flawless craftsmanship, and stunning stone countertops that will last a lifetime. View our portfolio, get a quote, and apply for financing all on our website at rmstone.com. Rocky Mountain Stone, created by nature, perfected by us, and proud to support our local community for over 50 years. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Football. Music festivals. Finding the perfect costume. It's going to be an autumn to remember. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. 
Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer.